Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. The Eagles are at the podium, and this is all brought to you by the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host for today, Michael Kist, filling in for John Stolness, who has done a wonderful job with this series, by the way. Shout out to him for taking it to the next level. Unfortunately, I won't have the same depth of analysis as John usually does for you today, as we've got to save something for the Kist and Solak preview shows that are coming out later this week. Look, there's also a new Babes on Broad coming your way tomorrow, and of course, make sure that you're caught up with all the recent shows from BGN Radio to From the bleachers and of course the QB Sco show as we are back in full force after the bye week and cranking out the content like we were never gone. Today at the podium, we have two new pressers for you. These are both from Wednesday, November 13th. First up will be Doug Peterson as he elaborates on what's going on with the injuries to the team, including Deshaun Jackson's absence and Alshon Jeffrey missing practice on Wednesday, among other things, including a brand new bag secured by Brandon Brooks, who has been playing at an unbelievably high level this year. His new contract is a four-year, $54.2 million extension that keeps Brooks with the Eagles through 2024, which is a huge win for everybody. Then after the break you'll hear from the franchise quarterback Carson Wentz who is facing a very important stretch as the Eagles make their push for the playoffs with the Patriots and Seahawks posing two tough challenges in the next two weeks that's happening right now at the podium I'm a little little excited this week did I miss y'all no uh good morning Doug um when uh, Deshaun injured his uh his growing abdomen area was surgery an option um I'm just going to make a probably about the third statement here on this. Um, yeah, no, that's why I'm going to make this statement for about the third time. Um, so in, in Deshaun's case, listen, there has been a lot of, lot of discussion with Deshaun from, from the moment, uh, you know, he, he came out of the Falcons game to the, the, the decision to play uh, in the bears game to, to surgery, and, and there's there's a lot. I mean, we, we, we talk a lot with the player. We talk a lot with our medical staff. We even talk to, you know, external uh, sources, you know, third third party people that 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 have, you know, um, expertise in, in this area. I, I'm not the doctor, so nor did I look at MRIs or X-rays or any of that. So, you know, and, and Deshaun, listen, Deshaun busted his tail um electively to to try to 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 get it fixed himself to try to rehab and, and and come back and he busted his tail he was he was cleared to play he felt good um you know and and to, for me as the as the coach I listen to the player I listen to to what his body is telling him right and 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 everything everything was was a go and then and then he felt something in the game we pulled him out as as I said after the game for precautionary reasons. We had it checked again, and then and then we went down the road uh, of surgery, which again, a lot of communication with him, the player. Again, it's 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 elective by the player. Um, we support this decision. We just we support Deshaun. Uh, he wants to be out there with his teammates. Um, it's unfortunate uh, that this happened, but it did. Injuries are a part of this game. Reoccurrence of injuries are a part of this game. We all know that. So. 
you know, with that being said, um, that's 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 where we're at. Whose decision was it not to have surgery? Deshaun. Deshaun. Ultimately, up to ultimately is the player. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, and again, you know, I mean, I can, I can recommend, right? But the player has to make that decision ultimately. Yeah. Brandon Brooks got signed the new deal. Uh, just talk about that and what you know what that means to the team and to him. Yeah. Um. Gosh, this guy since we, the day we we he walked in the doors, uh, he's been he's been nothing but a pro. Um, been a great teammate. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously thrilled to, to have him, you know, a part of the, the Eagles family for a while. You know, he's, he, he battled through that injury, you know, this off season, got himself ready to play. I mean, just, just shows the, the character of Brandon, the type of person he is, the type of player he is. And, uh, I'm just so excited for, for he and his family and, um, just, uh, solidifies our offensive line moving forward. Doug Alshon left the game uh, last week uh, early. I'm just curious how he's doing. Did the week off help him? Or? Yeah, it helped him. Um, you know, he's still sore. Obviously, a lot of guys are still sore, but uh, it helped him. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. He's kind of day-to-day right now. Did How's Doug, the uh, – Did he? Did he? Yeah. Um, yes, he did. And when do you expect him to uh, – he, he should be out there today. He should be out there today in practice. So I, I fully expect him to uh, – uh, he'll practice today, and and obviously we'll see we'll see where he's at at the end of the week. But uh, he had that he had that done to you know take care take Anyone care of that. Else, uh, coming back this week, Nigel Cravon. Nigel will get out there. Um, probably not so in practice, uh, but he'll he'll run you know on on land. Obviously, uh, he is feeling better. So again, optimistic that uh, there's a chance for this game. Cravon is uh, is still working. How's the Super Bowl used this week? Is it a resource for game prep, a source of motivation, something you try yeah, to we avoid look, you know, altogether? We, we look at a lot of film. We look at a lot of film. So, um, you know, just uh, we, we've got, you know, a lot of games on, on this football team, as we do every team. So there's a lot of film being being watched. Is, is it something you bring up with the team, like outside of, of, of simple game prep? It has no bearing on this football game. But you have to you have to watch it. So, are you taking like the like an analytic uh, sober approach, or do you you, you use it kind of? Um, you know, well, I think the- I, I think this. We're a different team. They're a different team from from then. So, um, you know, I mean, there's there are their their defense is different today than it was then. Offense is different. Personnel's different. Um, and so it's uh, it's it's you know. Um, it's something that's part of our cutups, but it's not something that's a focal point at all going into this game. Doug, as you guys come back here from the bye and you get a sense, just everyone's focused, in particular with Carson Wentz. You know, he's gearing up to try to make his first real playoff run and play in his first playoff game. Do you get a sense just how badly he wants his coming back from the bye, refreshed, rejuvenated? Yeah, you know, I, I don't – he's 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 – he wants every game badly. I mean, it's not that he's, you know, um, we've got a lot of football ahead of us, obviously. You know, seven games, um, none none bigger than, than obviously this one on Sunday. And, um, you know, he's doing everything in his power to, to help this team win. And and he doesn't look – he doesn't look down the road. He doesn't look in his rearview mirror where he's, you know, other than where he's come from physically and, and how he's put himself in a position to uh, – you know, to help this football team this year. And, and that's really all he's focused on, you know, and, and, and really all of us are focused on that, just one game at a time, you know, one opportunity at a time. And, and uh, we don't look any, any further, you know, down the road than that. 
Doug, as a former quarterback, when you look at Tom, and it's been two decades, <coughs> basically, and they've shifted a lot. They've won a lot of different ways. What Can you point to one or two things that make him what he's been? You know, I tell you, it's just um, you, you, you're kind of in awe, obviously, of his play and <clears throat> where he is in his career and <clears throat> how he's – you know, got himself physically and mentally, uh, really, um, to play every season and, and, and every every play of every game. And, you know, and the things that you're really not going to show him anything he hasn't seen, you know, from a from a schematic standpoint. Um, he, he's, he's smart. He knows exactly where to go with the football. He can, he can direct uh, his offense uh, and get guys in position to be successful. And, you know, he does a great job with the football and protecting it. And, um, it's hard to it's hard to get to him. Number one, he gets the ball out extremely fast, and um, it's just really impressive to watch. You know um, where he is in, in his career and in the age and all of that. And um, as a, as a former quarterback, to to sit back and kind of watch him play uh, has been has been really impressive for me. Doug, do you anticipate uh, Fletcher Cox getting a lot of attention? Belichick likes to take away the stuff you do best and if so what do you how do you offset that well I mean you know I think I think every week teams try to scheme for players you know and try to take guys away um you know if they can and and uh, Fletcher's one of those guys and you know if they, if that's the case then 10 other guys have got to step up and do their job and 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 do their assignments and what their coach this week to do to to counteract that and and um you know, Fletcher's uh, Fletcher's been playing well, getting stronger, and um, you know if that's the case, then I would just say that the other ten need to need to step up and do their jobs. So at this point, we haven't really seen Alshon have the productivity we've seen from him previously. How much of that do you think is the injury, and if it's not that, what's been his issues this year? Um, well, I think I think you know with with you know having having. Dallas a little more involved in the offense. The ball gets spread around a little bit more. Uh, the times that we have gone to Alshon, he, he's made he's made plays, um, you know, and and you know his 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 value to the offense has been um, has been very good. Um, you know, I, it's the ball's going to find the open guy, and you know sometimes he's the primary, sometimes he's not. He might be the secondary or the third guy in the progression, and you know, he, he's a guy that's very um, – he, he gives of himself to the team, and, and that's who Alshon is. Um, he doesn't gripe or complain. And, you know, he, he does battle through injury. You know, he's, he's battled through it his, his whole career. He's battled, you know, through it here, and, and uh, he's, he's a tough kid. But, um, you know, we continue to game plan. We game plan for him, you know, uh, every week. And, uh, again, it's, it's my job to – to try to dial up as many plays as I can for him. The last time we spoke to you, Doug, you said you were going to go back and look at ways for more offensive consistency, especially in the passing game. What did the bye week show you when you watched the film? Um, how can I say this? Honestly. I will. Um, you know, obviously I'm not going to reveal everything, you know, right here in front of you. Maybe that's our discussion Friday. But um, – you know, there are some things that, that, that we can do a better job at. One, one we can coach better, and two, we can play better. Um, <clears throat> but I do know this, that some of the things that stood out positively was, 
in our in our five wins, we 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 took care of the football. You know, we reduced penalties, we created some turnovers, things like that that stood out. You know, obviously third down and red zone have been good. So, um, but we can get better and we can improve each week. Do you agree with the assessment that uh, that Bill Belichick takes away your your best thing on offense? Do I is agree that, with that? Is that true? Is that uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Just go watch the Kansas City game last year, the AFC Championship game. Guy by where's number ten for Kansas City? Go watch him. Now he made some plays in the game, but you know, go back and watch. You know, any go back and watch Detroit against us this year. Same style of defense. I mean, so it, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, and and you know, and that's that's what makes his defenses tough to play against. You know, because. What it does then, it goes back to the Fletcher Cox question. The other 10 guys have got to step up and play. If he's going to try to take Zach away or Nelly or Alshon or whoever it might be, then the other 10 guys, or at least those skill guys, have got to, you know, they got to step up and play and, and, and make plays, uh, you know, for the offense or defense. So um, we know that going into it, and, and, you know, we'll be prepared for it. What is the head game like during the week trying to figure out what it is that you think he will try to take away? Well, I mean, we know our team, we know our roster, we kind of know who our guys are, you know, so it, it, it probably doesn't take too much energy and, you know, thinking to know who the guys are, you know, offensively. So um, we'll have a pretty good idea. Jimmy James Schwartz did talk a little bit about the Super Bowl and what happened in that game. They didn't even punt um, that entire game. Tom was able to take advantage of it. I don't know how much you looked at it and how much would you make of, of what happened in that game? And, and I know it's obviously over 18 months since it, but what what could carry over in terms of how Jim approaches Tom and that offense? I mean, you know, obviously, again, it, it, when you're talking about Tom Brady and, and their offense, very efficient. They don't make mistakes. You know, it's rare that they turn the ball over, pre-snap penalties, all that kind of stuff. They're they're very efficient that way. And, you know, the, the ball is, is – is typically going in the right spot with them, you know, and, and that starts with, with Tom and, and, you know, um, they thinking back, I mean, just they created matchups with their running backs. Um, of course they had, they had Gronk and, you know, they had three receivers that were, they were pretty good. And so again, it goes back to their roster is different today. Ours is different today than it was back then. And, you know, we just have to execute the the scheme quite honestly, whatever the game plan is this week, um, all 11 guys, all three phases just have to do their job. We talk about it every week. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we got to do it again this week. The way that defenses have evolved and the way that they, uh, they defense wins. Um, and, you know, since his, he came into the league, I mean, is there a trend that you've noticed uh, in the way that the defenses have evolved against your offense and Wentz in particular? And, you know, what are the uh, – ways to kind of work around. I think the you know one of the one of the ways that teams have especially with mobile guys is you know there's usually a spy, you know, someone that's kind of key in the key in the quarterback. Um, you know, we'll do that with our defense from time to time with mobile guys. I mean that's obviously a a, a, a factor. You know, um, the type of blitzes that teams, you know, uh, if, if they want to flush the you know he's right handed quarterback. So, you know, a lot of times they don't want to let you escape to your hand side or to the right, so they may, might pressure you to the back side, or you know, um, you, you got to factor in maybe maybe Andre Dillard being a rookie left tackle. Maybe there's there's pressure there that affects the quarterback or pressure up the middle. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that they can affect you know your quarterback and 
and, and particularly Carson. But one of the things that he's great at and what he's done a really good job this year of is just getting the ball out, understanding our offense better, um, spreading the ball around, and then our ability to run the football to, to sort of offset some of that has, has really helped us. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right, $25 a month every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Exaggerations and half-truths aren't new in politics. But now, with AI, people can create fake videos of candidates to sway your vote. I'm former U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and I've teamed up with technology expert and law professor Nita Farahani on my podcast, Stay Tuned with Preet, for a three-part miniseries, AI on Trial. Our second episode presents the hypothetical case of a hotly contested Senate race that is derailed when the leading candidate is accused of using AI to enhance his performance and hurt his opponent. How are we supposed to know when the technology becomes very difficult to validate something as truth or lies? Do existing laws, policies, and government agencies sufficiently safeguard the political process? Political speech is so tightly protected under First Amendment that it makes regulating in this space a real challenge. And what needs to happen to protect democracy in time for the real presidential election in November? When our elections are so close, where it comes down to nail-biting endings, a few voters here and there can really lead to differences in outcomes. The episode is out now. Search Stay Tuned with Preet wherever you get your podcasts. Jordan Matthews was for his son. Uh, I was excited. You know, obviously, um, you know, a good friend of mine, um, been an exceptional teammate every year he's been here, a uh, great player on and off the field. So uh, very excited for him to, you know, not only his presence uh, on the field, but also in the locker room and everything. I think everyone's excited for, for that addition. What will he give you on the field? I mean, I, th- I think he's, first of all, he's very familiar with the offense. So that's always nice. You know, at a piece in the middle of the year like this, that's always your concern. But, um, you know, he's a smart guy and he's, he, he hasn't forgotten any of it. So, um, that's a, that's a big plus and just his ability to, to get open and make plays. And for me, um, having uh, a comfort with, with him, you know, being able to, to work with him for a couple of years now, um, that'll definitely help as well. I the fire week offered the team and the coaching staff an opportunity to kind of scout, self-scout. He didn't give a lot of details, but is this an opportunity to kind of reset, particularly in the passing offense? Um, what do you, what do you mean exactly? Just to look at what, what you have done, maybe not well the first half and then yeah I mean the the bye week always comes around and it's you know it's always a couple things it's you know mentally and physically just kind of stepping away and getting getting right you know get, what your body right and just giving your mind a break um, but also an ability to kind of reflect at, at what you're good at you know what, what you guys can improve on where where are we lacking um, what can we you know do better and so um, definitely did some of that you know over the over the week and I know the coaches did a really good job of that but um, like I said at the same time it's kind of a mental break and, and a physical
magical break at the same time. Going to the point of self-scouting and self-evaluating, when you look at the first half of the season, what can you take? What is your biggest takeaway now going into the last seven games? Yeah, um, you know, without going into, you know, too many details, but I think it's just, you know, where can we just keep creating mismatches and, and be uh, at our best, you know? And we've always said, you know, our identity starts up front and um, that's going to stay stay true. You know, it's going to stay true with, with those guys and um, how we can control the line of scrimmage. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, just finding ways to create mismatches and putting our best players in the best positions to succeed. Um, and where can we improve upon that for sure? Staying on that subject, Carson, right now your strengths offensively seem to be your passing game in the zero to 10 yard range and the running attack. Is, is that enough? I mean, do you need to have more explosive plays uh, going forward? Or are you, I mean, is, can you win with this? I mean, recipe? you can. You can definitely win with this, first of all. Um, second of all, I mean, we're going to find ways to create that. You know, I, I'm never worried. You know, you come out of games and, you know, maybe you didn't have an explosive play. You know, there, there's there's plays every every game that, you know, either I miss or we miss as a team and um, that we leave out there. So without a doubt, you can win like that. But at the same time, I'm confident confident that we will find ways to make big plays and be explosive in both the passing and running game. Carson's involvement in the run game, not just, I don't mean like physically running, but in terms of um, game planning and kind of figuring out matches, matchups on the sideline. In the, you say run game? Um, you know, not not a ton, uh, you know, you know, coach Stout and, um, the coaches do a tremendous job with the run game, you know, talking with, with Kelsey and, uh, you know, just understanding when we like certain runs and, and getting in and out of plays and all of those things, obviously a lot more involved, but, um, without a doubt, I mean, I'm involved in, in pieces of it for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I trust the coaches that they put together a great game plan for that. A long way being around Kelsey and Stoutland for as long as you have. For sure. For sure. I mean, those two are um, two of the best in the business at what they do um, and just, you know, picking their brains about, you know, obviously protections oftentimes, but the running game and, and different things like that. It's been it's been a lot of fun to, to soak up a lot of knowledge from those guys. Right, you talked about the identity starting up front. Brandon just got his extension. Yeah. Talk about him a little bit, what he means to you and the fact that. He was able to come back so quickly. From, yeah, from I mean, I was I was stoked when I heard that. Obviously, um, Brandon's an awesome, awesome teammate, awesome guy, uh, good friend, but a heck of a player. You know, a heck of a player. He is always rock solid over there, right guard. Um, does so many things well. So, I mean, I was super excited um, to know he'll be here for a while with me. Um, and you know, he's a huge piece of that of that puzzle up front. Does, does it mean anything extra to you to you know finally get a chance at the Patriots to play against them? Not really. No, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the track record of the Patriots and who they are and where they're at, especially this season, you know, they're they're one of the best in the league and um, they're up there for a reason. So I'm just excited for the opportunity to, to go compete on Sunday against them. But is it an advantage for you that they haven't ever really faced you or is it an advantage for them that you haven't really faced them? <laughs> Neither here nor there. How about, how about the fact, you know, you guys are coming up the bye and they are too. How much is it going to be early in the game? Trying to figure out what they're doing. I'm sure they're going to do the same thing with you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, for one, that's always kind of the, the mantra of the game. Hey, let's go figure out what they're trying to do to us and vice versa. But uh, anytime you come off a bye week, you never know if teams are, are adding new plays or new wrinkles or doing different things. So um, that will definitely be a probably an added um, piece of the puzzle for this week. I know every week is uh, is unique in terms of what defenses give you. But uh, what kind of trends have you picked up on uh, the way that the defenses are kind of approaching you now versus uh, – earlier in your career um it's a good question and it's it's really 
still kind of case by case. You know, every D coordinator, every coach has a kind of different plan. You know, some some weeks and some years, it's shoot, they're heating us up like crazy. And other weeks, it's they're dropping eight like crazy. And um, so it's hard to say one specific thing. And I think to go back to the previous question, it's it's figuring that out early in the game, what they want to do each time we step on the field. Obviously, get to your first playoff game for you personally. And this is obviously a tough stretch. How much do you think these final seven games and trying to get this team in the playoffs and play your first game in the playoffs will define you at this point? I mean, obviously, you know, where we're at in the season, you know, five and four, there's a, there's a lot of football left, a lot of football left and a lot, you know, riding on, on these, especially these next couple of weeks and, and these last seven games. But uh, I have a lot of confidence in, in this team um, to, to do something special to make a run. Um, and, you know, we all we can do is go, go show what we can do and go prove it on the field now. You guys have used uh, play action a little bit more over the past few games than earlier in the season. What what do you like about what, what that gives you? Um, you know, I think biggest reason just, I mean, our running game has been so successful, you know, and, and being able to rely on those guys up front and, and the running backs to um, just bring the safeties up, bring, you know, the linebackers up a little bit more. And so we can take take some shots and uh, whether that's, the, you know, the intermediate passing game or shots down the field, um, you know, just being able to run the ball always opens up that play action passing game for sure. One of the things that uh, New England's been known to do, maybe more so than other teams, is kind of taking away your top weapons. Are you kind of prepared for that? You know, if Zach's not available or uh, Alshon's not available to you, you have other weapons? Yeah, I mean, you're, you always go into, especially guys like this, you know, um, with, with what the Patriots do on defense. I mean, the Lions did some, some similar stuff. Um, you know, similar schemes there, and you know they wanted to double Zach quite a bit, so that was their, their flavor of the day. So we'll we'll see what um, their kind of flavor of the day is early in this ball game too. But uh, we're definitely prepared and on top of it for if they do want to go that route. In the settings, you're not one to make much of kind of the quarterback matchup, but this is your first time playing against Tom Brady. Is there any part of you that that has significance or, or that finds significance to that? Not really. I mean, it, again, it's always cool to, to play a competitor like him, you know, arguably one of the best ever, um, you know, ton of respect for him and what he's done. But um, like I always say, I, you know, I'm, I'm facing their defense and he's facing our defense. So um, but it, but it'll be cool to compete on the same field with him and, and, you know, hopefully get a chance to see him before and after the game. Do you know him well from not really. Uh, you know, been able to, to chat here and there. Um, you know, when we played them and stuff, but not, not super well. Carson, how much at all have you looked at the Super Bowl game tape or maybe some tendencies on defense? And will you and have you even talked to Nick about? Hey, some things that he saw in the moment and things like that to pick his brain to help you with this game. Yeah, I mean, that was shoot, that was a long time ago. Um, you know, there's. You know, schemes are, you know, similar, but, you know, players are, there's plenty of players different and, you know, they've changed their flavor a little bit here and there. So, uh, you know, we've watched a lot of tape, watched a lot of tape for this year, last year, shoot. I mean, that tape's in there too, but, um, you know, you don't put a, a ton of stock into it. Thank you guys. PGN. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.